Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Tea Time Podcast. T is an acronym for turning everything around. Turning everything around is a movement. We are moving from just surviving to actually thriving. I am Lisa McMillan. Today's topic is springing into action, health and nutrition. Here at Turning Everything Around, our mission is to connect people to resources to enhance their lives. We want to enhance your life. We are on a journey. And on this journey, we need to be able to reach out and grab the things we need in order for us to be successful in thriving, getting off of that hamster wheel, actually being able to breathe and feel good about this life. Connect with us at turningeverythingaround.org or I am Lisa McMillan at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is I-A-M-L-I-S-A-M-C-M-I-L-L-A-N at Facebook, at Twitter, and at Instagram. Part of our mission here is to encourage you Encouragement is the action of giving someone support, confidence, or hope, according to the New Oxford Dictionary. We are all in this together. It is a challenge, but remember, Proverbs 25 and 27 says, It is not good to eat too much honey, nor is it honorable to search out matters that are too deep. In respect to today's topics, bringing into action, health and nutrition. Most people, when they are dealing with weight issues or dealing with a health challenge, want to do something drastic. And those drastic things may not be sustainable. It is very rare that extreme behaviors have a continued good effect on maintaining those good behaviors. That proverb in particular is more about moderation. Yes, we can indulge in some of the things that we like sparingly, but if our idea for healthy life is the goal of thriving, we have to make choices that help us thrive. Additionally, Ecclesiastes 3 and 13 says that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. So there's nothing wrong with food. There's nothing wrong with beverages. Our Spring into Action Health and Nutrition series is about doing things that is going to make living this life easier, better, Well, you feel better, where you will have healthier behaviors, healthier relationships. And as I've said on previous podcasts, what goes in definitely is what comes out, whether it is exuded coming out through your skin, like the glow of your skin, or whether you have bumps or bruises on your skin. 
or whether it's in your behaviors, your attitude, how you speak, how you feel, how you interpret what other people say or do to you. Because what you're putting into your body, it is actually developing the systems. So 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. What that means for me is I, I've always been a sugarholic. I, I loved sweets, love, love, love them. <laughs> and I used to make cakes and pies and cookies and binge out on ice cream. Science has shown and it has been proven that sugar it sparks that feel-good hormone in our body. So it's not off the top of our head. It's not a made-up feeling. Sugar really does make us feel better for the short term. But the damage it does over the long run, it is so not worth overindulging regularly. This particular podcast is so near and dear to my heart because of me being such a sugarholic and I've been transitioning for a while with trying to change my eating habits. Now my good friend, Dr. April McAlpine, she will be presenting at a workshop this upcoming Sunday, March the 20th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the McGirt Horton Branch Library. She has been a model example of healthy living. She's been my friend and guided me over the years, not being pushy, but just explaining some things. And I listen, but I never really put anything into practice, not anything significant anyway, until lately, until maybe the last six to nine months, I really got way more serious about how I ate my vitamin supplements and my rest and really paying attention to my environment. So one thing, you know, I like to give some definitions so we can be clear. I like to stay clear. I like to stay on target and on tax. So I want to define health and nutrition. The Oxford Dictionary defines health as the state of being free from illness or injury. Wikipedia defines nutrition as the biochemical and physiological process by which an organism uses food to support its life. So if the health of you, the health of me, is the state of being free from illness or injury. What we are using as the fuel, the biochemical, physiological process, our nutrition, that's the organism using food to support our lives. 
Now, if we're making good choices in respect to our nutrition, we will have good health. Now, there are times where something is going to happen. We are in an environment that has many things we cannot control. But there are so many things that we can control. We can control what we put in our mouths. One thing, as I've been on this intense journey of healthiness and wholeness, one thing has rang true that I was encouraged to focus on, and it's mindfulness. Mindfulness in all aspects of being. Mindfulness in how I communicate. Mindfulness and intentionality. Paying attention through this process of life. And it is exactly the same thing with our health and our nutrition. If I choose to eat a brownie, it's okay as long as I am mindfully choosing to eat that brownie. And I'll tell you, I was with a friend about a week and a half or so ago at an event, and it was heavy hors d'oeuvres. So they had little sandwiches with some that thick old bread and some deli meat and a piece of lettuce and a piece of tomato on it. They additionally had little slices of dessert some pecan pie pieces and brownies and cookies and they also had some fruit and vegetables carrots and cucumbers and broccoli and celery I chose to eat the fruit and vegetables I also picked up two of the what I what look like turkey sandwiches and I usually don't eat bread I don't usually eat bread. I'm not a big bread fan. I'm not trying to exclude bread from my diet. I'm just not a bread eater usually. But I was really hungry too. But I chose it. And I was thinking when I chose it, I was mindfully choosing to have that sandwich. I also chose one of those deep, dark slices of brownie. <laughs> And I waited to dead last, and I kept thinking about it and kept thinking about it. And in my mind, I said, man, I've been working really hard to get out of the pre-diabetic A1C numbers, which the number is 5.7 to, I think, about 6.4. That's the pre-diabetic area. Last year, when I had my physical, I was at a 6.1. And I have been petrified. (laughs) Like, I do not want diabetes. So I, uh, I did get that brownie. And I ate the rest of my stuff first. I ate the carrots and cucumbers and broccoli. And then I ate the sandwich. And I kept thinking about whether I wanted to have that brownie. And it was going to be four days before my doctor's appointment. (laughs) And I said, you know... I have been really well. I've been swimming and cycling and paying attention to what I ate. I've been very careful with not overindulging in sugar. And I said, I want this brownie. And I had not been eating brownies, cookies, cakes, ice cream, and things like that regularly. 
But the mindfulness part was me thinking and making a conscious choice, saying, okay, I know I got this appointment coming up. I know that I'm conscious of my A1C number, but I haven't been eating sugar, like not overindulging in it. I, I may have had a slice of cake or a piece of something every once in a while, every month or so or something like that. So I chose to eat it. And can I tell you, I actually enjoyed it more than when I have mindlessly eaten things like that. But this journey on healthiness and wholeness, towards healthiness and wholeness, it's very fulfilling for me. Because when I'm coming up against issues, I feel more in control of the decisions I make when something goes wrong, when I get upset, when I get angry, when I get sad, when I'm hurt, I don't pop off. And I can reason with myself. Now, I feel like it's because of the changes I've made. There is a statistical support for the fact that when you when you improve your nutrition and your health, then all of your systems are improved. I will tell you, once I went to the doctor for the physical this year, I am no longer in the pre-diabetes A1C zone. I literally have been in that zone for the last 15 years of my life. Can I tell you how excited and happy I was? Now, I am not a medical professional. I am not a therapist. I'm not even a pharmacist, none of that. I'm just telling you what has worked for me. And I challenge you to just try it. Now, I didn't go cold turkey on any one thing. I did commit to doing better. That's all. I committed to doing better. What that meant is that I didn't eat pizza anymore. Or rarely. I'll say rarely. I chose to not eat pizza because for me, pizza was full of a lot of things that were going to inhibit my journey towards healthiness and wholeness. The cheese, the bread, the cheese, 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 cheese. (laughs) But I wanted to feel good. I wanted to act good. And I have seen the difference. But I'll leave all that for Dr. April McAlpine to talk about at the workshop. Anyway, what I want to say is that I started making sure I prioritized what I put in my basket, what I brought home. I'm still not a cooker. I don't like to cook. and I'm not a big eater, but I prioritized what it was I brought home. So the choices I was making were choices based on what was in the house. Now I was having to make some protein shakes to make sure I was getting the nutrients I needed. I additionally am taking a a myriad of vitamins, vitamins E, vitamins D, C, a, a, a lot of different vitamins. And all of my numbers were in the green. Can I tell you, I was so excited. Even my HDL, which is the healthy cholesterol, 
it was twice as high as recommended. So the higher the better for the healthy cholesterol, <laughs> generally. But I, I just, I'm just so thankful. I'm very, very thankful. And here at the T-Spot, turning everything around, we want to equip you by providing, providing you whatever is needed to deal with your particular situations. Everyone, no one is the same. No one is the same. But one thing is true. It is a fact that we, we are in charge of the choices that we make. No one else. So join me. Join me as we spring it into action with this health and nutrition workshop. Now, at this health and nutrition workshop, it, it, Dr. April McAlpine will be presenting. Um, and by the way, she is a board certified holistic practitioner and she's licensed in the state of North Carolina with the art of healing. She specializes in educating, educating people on how to preserve and restore physical and mental health naturally through the diet. And I, I'm telling you, she has been guiding me over these last nine months or so on this journey where I was finally ready to fully commit to the vitamin regimen, to water. And I'm telling you, most of the time, I'll say 95% of the time, I will have nine, eight ounce glasses of water a day. And I, I can tell a remarkable difference in how I, just how I see life how I see situations. And I, I know, I can tell that my body is functioning differently. So I, I'm a believer. And as I say, be, said before, and I'll say again, I'm not going to tell you guys anything that I'm not doing, haven't done, or doesn't believe in. So Dr. McAlpine, she's, she'll, she'll be talking to us with over 20 years. She's coming to us with over 20 years of professional work experience in the field of nutrition. She has literally listened to and recorded and counseled thousands of clients on their diet while documenting their health problems. And I'm one of those clients. So she's documented the changes that have occurred in my life. I have been on antidepressants, antipsychotics, mood stabilizers. I, I'd been on all those things. And actually, and I, I'm going to say this now, that I've used food as my medicine and the vitamins and the minerals. I feel a hundred times better than I felt even trying all of those things. But, 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 again, this is not a medical show. I'm not a medical practitioner. Nobody stopped their medicine. You, you deal with professionals on that. This is just Lisa telling you about my journey into healthiness and wholeness. So at this point, anyway, Dr. McAlpine is the founder and CEO of General Nutrition Education Services for Minorities Incorporated, which features her very successful, life-changing 12-step holistic nutrition education program to wellness in which she is the direct result of. Dr. McAlpine is not recommending that anyone stop taking their pharmaceutical drugs or medication, 
nor is it her intention to offend anyone personally in the medical field. She just firmly advocates that food is medicine and medicine is food. So join us for that health and nutrition workshop on Sunday, March 20th from 2 p.m. at the McGirt Horton Branch Library at 2501 Phillips Avenue. Also, hot dog, let's vote. Friday, March 18th and Saturday, March 19th, we will be at Prestige Barber College, which is located at 2006 Phillips Avenue in Greensboro. Are you registered to vote at your current address? A lot of people have been displaced and has had to move around because of COVID or new jobs or leaving jobs. Did you take care of your voter registration? Because you can only vote where you registered at. Do you know where your current polling place is? After the 2020 census, there's new voting maps. So we have to make sure that we are registered at the right place. Stop by, grab a hot dog, and make sure your voice is heard. So join me, turning everything around in our community at our voter registration event which is, again, Friday, March 18th, and Saturday, March 19th at Prestige Barber College. Remember to connect with us and register for our workshops and our events at Eventbrite. Also visit the website, turningeverythingaround.org. I am Lisa McMillan at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'll conclude with... A poem by Maya Angelou. Phenomenal woman. This has been a big inspiration to me for many, many years. It reads, Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, It's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I am a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. I walk into a room, just as cool as you please, and to a man, the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees, I say. It's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I am a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need for my care. Cause I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, 
That's me. That is me. That is you. That is each and every one of us. No matter what our size looks like. As long as we're healthy from the inside out, guys. That's all that matters. So till next time, let's turn everything around. I am Lisa McMillan.